Put down your baby and pick up a beer or a bourbon. Dad Jokes is back with a brand new episode. I'm Jerry, joined here by Brandon. And Brandon, it looks like you have some bourbon. I didn't even know that. I definitely have some bourbon tonight. So I, got I guess some it's Angel's a... Envy in front of me right now. Ooh, that's one of my that's favorite bourbons. I took the extra three minutes to go get. That's funny because I, I took two minutes to go get mine. <laughs> but I did too. Mine, uh, I'm not drinking Angel's Envy tonight. I think I'm drinking Mammoth from uh, Traverse City. So. Not not too bad. Any bourbon lovers out there? I do I do love a good Manhattan. That's my go to drink, and uh, definitely made a, a homemade Manhattan tonight for our podcast. And Brandon, it's been a couple of weeks since we've been on here, um, but something weird just happened to me. I don't know if you know this, uh, but in the last couple of days, a couple of days ago, I was noticing some weird stuff going on. So I went to the doctors and I uh, found out I was colorblind, and that was strange because it just kind of hit me out of the gray. <laughs> that, was a, that was a good way to start unexpectedly because I didn't know where you were going for a second. I was like, is he, is he telling the story already? It made, yeah. made me giggle. Yep, that was my dad joke Mine's for the day. As, as corny. Yeah, it was it definitely corny. I saw that. I thought it was funny. Um, I'm not colorblind for the record. At least I don't think I am. Although I do have a very uh, interesting theories on colors because I, and really quickly, Brandon, because this always blew my mind when I was a kid, you know, because you're taught what a color is, right? So if I teach you what the color blue is, but the color blue looks to you what the color red looks like to me, is everyone's favorite color actually the same color, but they just see it differently because of the way they were taught it was. So that's more of a philosophy question than an actual science question. Both because, because you don't know what the color is a, a little bit because it's how your light or your eyes perceive light from, you know, the object. But anyways, we won't go too much into the scientific stuff there, but it is a philosophy question as well. So I will give you that. It is kind of a cool theory though, or a, a cool thing to think about. If you think about, it's you funny know, how sometimes you and I's like brains work in similar fashion. Cause that's like a common thing I used to say to people when they like said the sky's blue and this is stupid, but this is just what I would do is I'd ask them if you had a newborn kid and you told them that that blue was really red, would, would it be blue to them or red? <laughs> this is, this so Bryce will think the sky is the red. Dumb way, this is the dumb way that our brains. Our it brains is. Work. It is the dumb way. But Brandon, let's get into what's been going on with us the last couple of weeks. We've had, I think we've both had pretty busy weeks. I know a lot's gone on with you. A lot's gone on with us. So why don't you kind of talk us through what's been going on in the Banks household? Uh, I mean, there's there is a lot. Um, since the last time we talked, Bryce had a birthday, so he is now officially two years old. Um, that's crazy we, we it, it's unfreaking believable um we we had a, a birthday get together uh kind of a small get together with his friends and some family um it's just and i say this all the time it's so fun seeing him with other kids like mm -hmm. and, and i know obviously you and i are we're we're, we're close and it, it's cool to have kids the same age but legitimately bryce and peyton when they play with each other is like the cutest thing ever and they they're, yeah they're great together well. like it is it's kind of everything you could hope for, for like, you know, that your kid's going to grow up with, with a friend. Well, and, knock on wood, but they're not bad influences on each other yet either. Like, I don't feel like, Oh no, Bryce taught her something stupid. You know what I mean? Like, like, like some kids are like, yeah, Oh, what worry, are you learning? About me more than Bryce. Yeah. But like they haven't, they, like, I don't, I don't feel like they're doing bad stuff together. Like they're more like just kind of playing and having fun, like an in innocent kind of ways, which, uh, which again, I probably just jinxed them, but like, like you said, it is super cool to watch because some kids, they, 
you know, your kid likes to hang out with, but you're like doing things. You're like, no, I don't want you to, I don't want you doing that. Yeah. And it's, I mean, you, you, you give Bryce enough time. He probably will start climbing on stuff that you don't <laughs> want Peyton climbing on. Uh, that, that'll be like the extent of what he's doing. Uh, but he, I mean, he had another a cake experience. He went to town on the, on the cupcake. Um, but I mean, overall, um, I, I always said before we had any kids that it was going to be like no birthday parties until they were like three or four. I don't know why I had that thought, but in my mind, it was just as pointless because the kid wouldn't remember it. And he had a great time. Um, he, we took him on his actual, we did that a couple of days before his actual birthday on his actual birthday. We took him to go get some Indian food, which is his, his favorite dish. That's a, that's a go-to for us. And he, he got to have his first sucker. They found out it was his oh. birthday, and they, they gave him a, uh, like a, I think it was a Tootsie Pop. Do you like it? Um, so, loved it, and was okay. asking for sucker, because we had to take it away from the food came. <laughs> that, was, that could be a dangerous word. <laughs> was, yeah. <laughs> oh, don't, uh, yeah, don't, you, you don't want to hear how he asked for Passy. I'll just, I'll oh, just put it like that. It's a, <laughs> nice. it's a long A. <laughs> That's my dad joke uh, for but he um he he definitely like really enjoyed the sucker. And, I mean, he knew what to do with it, which I, I don't know why that actually amazed me. But it uh-huh. did like it just it, it was natural, which is also a weird thing to say. <laughs> um, but but uh, he, I mean, he had a good he had a good time. Um, he he can now, and I'm kind of moving a little rapid pace because we got a lot to go over. The both of us do. Um, he can spell his name. So we were working on a couple oh, different super things. Cool. With with him, um, for his like for his second birthday, there's a couple things we really wanted him to be able to do, um, and he'll. I, I have a an iPad that I'm I'm on all the time, and it has an Apple pencil, and he's always drawing on it, and so every day we go over like the the letters of his name, and we draw letters, and we work with like colors and stuff like that. But he was I was kind of writing his name. Um, my parents also have like magnet letters for their refrigerator. And he, he would call him out. And so now we, we worked on him. If you ask him how to spell his name, he shoots about 60%, I'll say. <laughs> uh, and he shoots 100% if, if you start him out. So if, you, if I start off with, Bryce, how do you spell your name? He kind of looks at you and I say, B, then he'll finish. Um, but the other when you want him to do it from, from the B to the end, it's about 60%. But it, it, it works pretty well uh, for us. Um, he. He can tell tell you that he's two, and he's just really starting to pick up on like a lot of, um, like the more nuances of, of conversation, which is which is fun. Um, in addition to that, that week we went to um, we, we finally had our appointment with the allergist. Um, we went because I don't know if, if you've been listening for a while, you might remember that Bryce had um, some issues with peanut butter. Like we've introduced it quite a few times. And every, every single time we introduced it, he had some sort of reaction. Typically, that reaction was him vomiting, um, which is not fun. <laughs> not ideal. Um, so so when, we, when we got there, and I actually texted you a picture from the office because it was crazy. Um, but we, we get to the office. Um, they, they come in. It's, it's, it's like a normal doctor visit at first. They get, like, height, weight, ask you a few questions, pretty in, in-depth questions. And then... And I don't, luckily, Kelsey is the most prepared human being I've ever met in my entire life because I would have just showed up with Bryce and like maybe like a spin toy and been like, yeah, we, we're fine. But the kid has to like basically lay down on their stomach and they, they have a, 
it's basically like a, a bunch of little pinpricks, uh, but things that should trigger allergies if they're allergic to it that they put on their back. And then, so the, this is a normal panel. I think it was like eight dots. And then they did peanut butter separately. So it was a ninth dot kind of off to the side. But they have to sit, like lay on their stomach and can't move for 20 minutes. I don't know how you're expected to do that with a two-year-old. That's an eternity Luckily, for a two-year-old. It is crazy. Three minutes when they can't move is an eternity. 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> but luckily, uh, Kelsey brought her iPad. She had a bunch of different toys. He, he definitely had a passing in his mouth at the time, which we'll get to in a hot second. Um, but he at that point, he, uh, he, he Miss Rachel kept him pretty still. I was holding his hand. And he was he was pretty good. Um, so ultimately, what the allergist said after the, the panel came back negative, his blood test at eleven month came back negative. Um, so he technically is not allergic to anything, but she she believes it's something called F pies, which I had never heard of before. But it stands for food protein induced inter enterocolitis syndrome. That was mm, that was my first attempt at pronouncing that, and it was pretty good. <laughs> um, but basically, it's a delayed gut reaction to certain foods that normally presents in the first couple years of a life. Um, she said that it could end up leading um, to him being allergic, but she doesn't, based on everything she's seen, doesn't think that might be the case. And her recommendation was for us to re- try to reintroduce peanut butter at one year after the last time we gave it to him. So that's going to be towards the, the beginning of next year. Um, so we're going to try it again. Um, he proved to not be um, technically allergic to it. Um, and we'll we'll kind of go from there. And then my, my last couple things, he's been saying please and thank you, like, appropriately. Uh, the please, he just says please for everything. So I shouldn't call that appropriate. <laughs> he just, if he wants something. It's another word for want. And it, yeah, between please and no, I, I honestly, I could I could never hear those words again and be fine. <laughs> um, but it is kind of cute. Like, we've been working with him to say thank you. And then mm-hmm. when he unprompted says it, which is happening all the time now. So you give him something that he wants or he, he asks for like his baba or some water you hand it to him and he says, thank you, which is, which is super cute. Um, and then my last thing he had, he had his, uh, two year old doctor appointment uh, today. And he's currently, he's 95th percentile in height, 85th percentile in weight. Uh, he's at 29 pounds, which he hasn't really gained weight in the last, uh, like since, seems like since the last doctor's visit, the last doctor visit, he was, just under 29 pounds now he was just over 29 pounds um but but he's definitely a, a growing boy um and we we are enjoying every every minute we have with him Which so brandon he's he's officially two have you flipped the car seat around the car seat oh oh absolutely not you talking about the front forward facing yep forward facing that's a good that's a good point uh i think you and i i, I can't remember if it was you and i or me and kelsey but we kind of had this conversation we're we're keeping him in at uh, rear facing until basically the last possible moment. And yeah, I think as, Macy as would far keep. As we're concerned. Yeah, that might be a couple years. Yeah, Macy might keep Peyton in it till she's eighteen, rear facing. Yeah. So legit. I'm just curious, but yeah. With Macy. Um, but yeah, Brandon. No, we've been we've been up to a lot. It's been a lot's happened. Um, I think that you know, a couple stories from the last couple of weeks that. It, big things happen. Obviously we went to, for Bryce's second birthday and that was fun seeing Peyton and um, Bryce hang out together. was, was a lot of fun. And actually Avery was great during the whole time, which is not her MO, which I'll get to in a she second. Only ever but great when we're <laughs> yeah. around for the record. But yeah, she was, she was great during that. And, and Peyton, Peyton was great, but it was funny because 
that day I had to work. And so we were going to be a little bit late. I get home from work. I walk in the door and both kids are screaming. And normally, like, I mean, that's not that uncommon, honestly, I'll just be honest with you. But Macy's over it. She's like, she's, you could tell, I could just tell. I'm like, oh man, she's, she's, she's done with this. So she's over it. I get through the door. Like I wasn't planning on changing and maybe, you know, even maybe taking a quick shower and then going to your house. I didn't change. I didn't do nothing. I just got the kids ready and we left. Kids are screaming in the car. I'm thinking, man, I'm going to get to Brandon's house and we're going to be there 20 minutes and we're going to have to get out of there because these kids are crazy. They're like, I mean, they're losing their mind. Macy's over it. I'm like, this is terrible. We get there and she was an angel. Peyton was an angel. Avery was an angel. They both were angels. It all worked out. So it was great, which is just funny how parenting works, right? And then Macy, you know, relax and things were good. But the funny part about this all, Brandon, is, you know, she's over it. She's looking at me like, these are your kids. You deal with them. We're at your house. We go through it. We, we leave, we're leaving your driveway and I kid you not. And she looks at me and she goes, this is things your wife said, by the way, anyone who listens to the show, she looks at me and she goes, I could, uh, I think I could do four. I go four. I go four. What? And she goes like four kids. I said, well, we just skipping three. We go into four. She goes, well, what's the difference between four and two? I said, two, that's the difference between four and two, literally two. Uh, Macy, I honestly, I see your math and I agree with it. If I'm going to have three, I'm probably going to have four. Well, it was just funny because she went from like, it was just funny because then I looked at her and I said, I said, we can't handle, we, I said, we can't, we can, we can't handle two kids. She goes, we couldn't handle one. She said, what's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) So apparently she's just like all in. uh, It was just funny because we went from, she was over it to all of a sudden I'm having four kids out of nowhere. Which anyone who's I want like everybody I said, who just heard Jerry said that to go listen to the, exactly so right after Avery because because and that's what I was getting to like you know it's funny how life works because legitimately after Avery was born I you know Macy was done and in my head I was like yeah I still was like okay let's give it time but I was way more close to it being done and then you know now we're a couple months later and she's all back on on board and. uh you know, she, I mean, she loves newborns too. So she's, she's definitely, you know, like with Avery and loving and already with Avery growing a little bit, I think she's getting kind of sad, you know, even though she's only not even three months yet, but yeah, that, so that was, that was one story. Um, speaking of Avery, Avery's, she's definitely growing. She's getting bigger. She's, she was funny cause she was a big baby. Then she kind of started to get thin out and get smaller, but now she's kind of getting chunky again. Um, and she's not fitting into like her zero to three stuff or, you know, so she's, she's getting big. Um, and she's starting to show more, like, she's starting to look more like Peyton a little bit. A lot of people have said that and she's getting more personality. Um, but she's, she's still an angry baby. She's, she still tends to be, if she's awake, pretty cranky. Um, and a story about this brand. So Macy went back to work just the other day, her first day back to work, which was emotional. And, and, but it, what's interesting is when Macy works, she works till she doesn't get home till a little after eight o'clock. So usually I get home depending on if it's my early day or late day and I'm with the kids for a little bit. Well, in the past it was just Peyton, right? And me and Peyton kind of have a routine, but this is going to be my first time with Peyton and Avery during a work setting. So I'm getting home from work at five this day. So I have the kids for about three hours before Macy gets home. And this three hours is a big three hours because not only are you watching the kids, but you got dinner time during this time. I got to feed the baby a bottle. I got a lot of stuff going on, right? So I get home. Yeah. The the kids are, the kids are being pretty good. It's going well. And all of a sudden it gets to be about dinner time. And I think I got this great plan. I'm like, okay, 
I'm going to get Peyton in her high chair. I'm going to get her a bunch of food ready. And then while she's eating, I'm going to feed the baby. Everybody's going to be happy. Baby's going to be fed. I'm going to be able to chill with, put the baby down like in her seat or on her piano mat and play with Peyton. It's going to be fun. And so I've given Avery a bottle multiple times before. Never really had an issue. Well, apparently Avery knew this was dad's first day. Where, <laughs> And so I get Peyton in the chair. All of a sudden I grab the bottle. And I don't know if this is where I messed up. I don't know where I messed up. But anyways, I grab a bottle and I didn't heat it up. And I'm like, I'm like, Peyton, you should take cold bottles. I'm like, I want to see if Avery takes a cold bottle. So I start feeding Avery and she starts taking it. I'm like, okay, good. And then all of a sudden she's acting like she's dying, like choking. Like, like I'm waterboarding oh, her or something. Dude. Like she's like making like, you know, a baby. Like, I'm like, what? I'm like, what are yeah. you freaking out about? So I'm like, all right, fine. Let me go heat the bottle up. Maybe that's what's making her mad. So I heat the bottle up, come back, still acting like it acting crazy like legitimately like she's choking dying i'm like what is going on so i'm starting to get annoyed best thing we ever did was never give bryce warm bottles yeah well i never we never did with i never did with Peyton. i mean we some people did but like she didn't care so anyways i'm like i'm like well it didn't matter so she's still mad finally i started to get to take the bottle and then all of a sudden i look down and the bottle's leaking everywhere and i'm like what the frick so now i gotta stop fix the bottle fix the bottle up because it's leaking all over her and me and then she won't take it again and i mean she's screaming and mad and i'm getting mad and i'm like what is going on all of a sudden peyton's in her high chair doing the all done symbol i'm all done all done i'm like oh great <laughs> chill out Peyton. Flexing on me. oh yeah she's she's like ripping her bib off doing the hand signals i'm like okay i'm like all right so i get peyton down and i'm still trying to feed the baby she's not taking it, not taking it finally i'm like getting mad the baby's like acting like she's dying and i'm like this is ridiculous. Just take your dumb bottle, right? All of a sudden, she like starts coughing and a bunch of like phlegm comes out, like a ton. Oh, and it's man. all over her. And I start freaking out, like, what the heck? So I get to the sink, I wipe her down. She's okay. Now I'm all of a sudden concerned. I'm like mad at her. I went from mad at her to like concerned because, like, I mean, this, I never seen her do this before. Like, she's got like phlegm everywhere. I'm like, I'm like, what the heck just happened? So I wait 10 minutes or so. I'm trying to calm her down. I try to feed her the bottle again. She still won't take it. Eventually, I switch bottles to um the herability bottles that Peyton used to like every once in a while. And after a minute or two with that, she finally took the bottle and got it. But it was about an hour of just chaos. And I'm like, what is happening to me? <laughs> after that, I I kind of and she still was kind of cranky, but I, I I was able to hold her and kind of calm her down a little bit and Peyton was doing her thing and we made it through the day. But uh um yeah. Yeah, that was definitely an interesting first day for dad taking care of the kids. So it'll be this weekend I have them because Macy works all weekend. So it'll be, we'll see if dad does better with bottles because he's going to have to feed her about four or five bottles instead of just one this weekend. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. But that was, that was fun. Um, other than that, Brandon, a couple like uh, quick pointers is um, Peyton. What we're going to talk about this today is like parent uh, preference. Peyton's starting to get a little bit of like, she was getting like anxiety of being away from Macy and becoming more and more clingy with her and wanting to be by her all the time. I just started recently and it's, um, it's not, I don't know. It's not, it's not quite what you're going through. We'll go through this more later, but that started this week. Um, and then she's also, um, started to, she can count to three. Now she can do one, two, three, um, which is kind of fun. I've been doing that with her for a while. She started getting better with colors. Like the other day she has like these scarves 
And I, she had a red one. I was like, go get me the other red one. And she'd get it. I'd, she'd grab a yellow one, go get the other one, yellow one. She, and she did it like with all of them. So that's kind of cool. Um, her comprehension is like through the roof right now. She, she knows things that I didn't know. She like today I was like, go turn the light off. I didn't even know she knew what a light was. And she went right there and was like laughing, <laughs> trying to get it. I was like, okay, well she knows that with, but her speech is still lacking. She like, doesn't like to say things, but she understands what you're saying. So we're, we're working on that, but, um, she, she's definitely understanding a ton. Um, other than that, we, we had a labor day party that she did good with, uh, hanging out with some of her cousins, having fun with them. And then, um, we had the first Michigan game of the year, which is kind of cool. I got to get the girls dressed in Michigan gear and watch the game with them. So I'd hopefully try to get Peyton a little bit into football, but, um, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's I'll, I'll tell you, Brandon, it's, it's a fun age right now. Peyton, Peyton's definitely at a fun age. It's she's learning a ton. She's having fun. She's just a blast to be around. And even when she gets cranky now and she definitely gets cranky, most of the time I can get her over it pretty quickly where I know we went through a spell where it was really tough. Now, now it's not that, that tough. Most of the time I can get her over being cranky without too, too much effort, which is fun. Although I will say one negative thing about this age is she's starting to become a picky eater again. Like she keeps going through stages where she's not picky at all. Then she's picky, then not picky. And right now she's in a stage where she's, she's definitely picky, which is frustrating, but you just got to keep working through it. But um, it was overall, it was a good couple of weeks. Um, and uh, like I said, I, I know the stage Peyton's at right now is, is, it's been a ton of fun. It's just cool to see her grow and, and just learn things. And, and like I said today, even something simple, like just being like, Hey, go shut the light off. And, and she knew exactly what to do. I was like, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know she knew that, but, she did, and she thought it was awesome. By the way, <laughs> shutting the light off, she she felt like a big girl when I picked her up and she hit the light switch. So that was that was cool. She starts just walking up to him and flipping them on on and off. On oh, well, she's not quite tall enough, but she definitely annoying. would. Yeah, she definitely would. With without a doubt, she loves like buttons and and switches. So I, I have no doubt. She tries to get into doors all the time right now, but she doesn't quite. She can't quite get the doors. Um, like she doesn't know how to turn all the way. She knows how to twist back and forth, but she doesn't get that. You have to go all the way to the you left or all the way to the right. Around, Bryce. Well, no, not for that. Are, between my dad and Kelsey's mom, th- there is nothing that from, even from like a baby, he wasn't taught to do like early on with stuff like that. Like my dad had him flipping light switches, touching the lights. My in-law had her, had doing the exact same thing going outside doing stuff it it's it's honestly crazy but it is uh, cool what they he, he has they a, he has a good time dude it is yeah i mean it is it's amazing yeah and like you said even seeing them with like i know seeing her with bryce and then like with some of her cousins it was just fun like we went out to dinner which is always an experience with a bunch of people then there was a bunch of kids there um some of my, my nieces and nephews but also my brother-in-law's good friends were there with, they have small kids and Peyton was hanging around with two girls that are like seven. Right. So they're older, but they were like being super good with her and she was having fun following them and listening to them. And it was just cute. Like, you know, and, and just and even at my dad's house, like she went off with the older kids and was on the trampoline and like, you know, they're, they're do a good job with her and she's run on the trampoline, having fun. It's just, it's just cool seeing them, her interact with other kids and, and starting to get to the point where, she's good going off without mom or dad, you know, and, and, uh, likes to have fun. So that's, that's good, you know, cause she sometimes could be shy, but, but now she's, she's pretty good at playing with others. And, and I honestly think it's good for her. Cause I think she learns a lot, a lot of times. Um, yeah. I know after we hung out with Bryce, like I said, we, we struggle sometimes with her speech, not that she doesn't know the words, but 
she doesn't like to say them a lot, you know, or she'll say them and stop. Oh, she was talking but, nonstop at our house. Well, she, she talks nonstop gibberish, <laughs> but, um, but she, um, she started saying more things. Like I know after, after that, and like she says night, night a lot now. And she says, you know, she says, here you go. She says, thank you. Um, but she'll, she'll, she's starting to say, she says it's this new thing. It sounds like she's saying Nicole, but we, me and Macy cannot figure out what she's trying to say. She's been saying it for the last three days all the time. She's like, Nicole. We're like, what? <laughs> we we cannot figure out what she's Nicole? trying to say. I no, I, I have Does no idea. Does grandma have any friends named Nicole? No, I just, it's weird. I think she's trying to say two different words, but I don't know what the two words are. Um, she loves the word no. So I don't know if one's no, it almost sounds like no cold, like, no, she's cold, but I don't think that's it. I, I don't know. Um, she says baby. I mean, she's, like I said, she's not, it's just, it's just stringing the speech together um, is, is, is a little bit what we're working on. But Brandon, you said you had a piece of baby gear this week. What's your piece of, piece of baby gear to go over? Well, I'm probably going to have baby gear for days after Bryce's birthday. Um, but it's something that I think you've brought up before, but we, uh, we, we never bought. Cause honestly, I'm, I'm looking at the price tag on these things. I'm like, eh, <laughs> I'm not trying to spend that much money, but magnetiles, um, oh, Bryce yes. first couple boxes of, of magnetiles and I am going to have fun with those. Dude, I told you cylinder. it's more for it's, us uh, than it is for them. That, those are those are super cool. Uh, I'll sit and playing around with them. And I mean, there's an Instagram page. There's an Instagram page that you should follow, Brandon, about like magnetiles that my brother-in-law showed me. It's that you can build some crazy things. And it's cool. The, the the I mean the concept behind them is cool. And I, personally, I was never really big into Legos growing up. Um, this is this is better than Legos to me. Uh, they just oh like, I think so. Expensive. They are uh, so. He just need to keep having birthdays because that might be the only way he getting those. <laughs> yeah, there's they're super cool. I got the first time I saw them, like I was like, I'm buying a bunch of these today for Peyton. Then I saw the price tag. Guess how many I bought for Peyton? Zero. I was like, Christmas yeah. come around, maybe we'll buy some, but not just off the blue because they they are expensive, but they are super cool, and I think they're probably pretty good for them. They help teach him stuff, so it's not like you know just no. I mean, he was sitting there even though he like didn't completely get it. I mean, even the from a problem solving perspective, they. I mean, you have to figure out which ones fit the right way to kind of do what you want to do. And he was he was twisting the tiles around to kind of. We were building basically a box, but he got that concept at least. So that was that was super fun. Um, you have a piece of baby gear this week. I do. My piece of baby gear will probably be this week and next week because. I ordered it. It arrived. I'm excited for it, but I have not built it yet. So I can't tell you the, the end result. But um, basically, Peyton for a long time has been super, super into like art. She loves to color with markers, with crayons. She loves to paint. Um, I mean, the kid loves like if you if she's upset and you, you ask her if she wants to color, that will calm, calm her down most times. Loves crayons. And the problem is Macy's always taking pictures. She's coloring underneath the table on the carpet or on the, on the, on the couch or on stairs. And she's always like, she's got nowhere to to do this at, you know, and we have a really nice table that was custom made for us by one of our friends actually. So I don't like her to draw on that because it's like, you know, literally handmade for us. So I bought her an art table that came here. I've not built it yet, but it's the infants two in one kid art table. It's got two chairs um, it's got a little cubbies that you can put stuff in on the side. It opens up for more storage. It folds into an easel. It's 
it, it, it's super cool looking. I, I'm, I'm excited for it. So I do have to build it. Um, but I think Peyton's going to love it because she likes sitting at little chair, like little tables too. Anywhere there's a little table, she thinks it's cool. So I'm excited to build it and I want to see what she thinks of it, but it'll be kind of a cool thing for, for her to do her art projects on. So that's my piece of baby gear. There's lots of them out there. I looked at a ton. We picked this one mostly because it kind of goes with the aesthetic of the house, but also like has some additional storage that will help not take up too much room because we can kind of kill two birds with one stone with the storage and the, the art table stuff. So Wait, that's my piece of baby gear. Mm-hmm. When, when she was actually at our house, we had crayons out and Bryce's interacted with crayons a little bit. Mostly it's been like chalk outside. Mm-hmm. You don't care where he like writes at, even though he grabs the chalk and tries to like run to Kelsey's car to write on the side of it, which is weird. Um, but Peyton's over there. She has the crayons. There's a coloring book over there. She's, drawing neatly on the coloring book and what does Bryce do? He grabs the the crayon and starts drawing on a new like table that I that's his <laughs> table. But the stools and the table he starts he starts drawing on it. So hopefully she wasn't paying much attention to him because that could have been a bad habit that now she's she pretty good with that. She's done it a few times, but I think we we've nipped that in the bud. But um she does I mean she the kid loves to color. The funny part is though, if she's coloring she wants you to participate. And she will hand you the crayon you're supposed to have. And the second she's done with you having that color crayon, she will take it from you and hand you the other crayon she wants you to have. You only can color with that crayon for as long as she she has. Oh, she, and and she'll get mad too. She'll be like, she'll like grunt at you almost like, uh, and like be like mad. Like if you don't take the crayon right away, or like if you're like, she's like, no, you don't, you don't use that color anymore, dad. You use this color now. Okay. (laughs) And then, and sometimes I'll hold it and pretend like I don't feel like coloring. So I'll just like hold it. And then she'll look at me like, no, I know you're not coloring get over here and color more. So it's like, okay. So yeah, no, but I'm excited for that. I think it'll, I think it'll be good. I'll, I'll follow up on that the next time we get on here. But um, I think it's a good place for us to get into today's topic, Brandon. It's a topic that's kind of touched both of our lives. I know it's been definitely on your guys's mind lately. Um, and I think every family probably goes through this in some form or another uh, with their kids. And, and if you have multiple kids, it might be different for each kids. I've heard that from parents too. But basically, it's parental preference. And and what we mean by that is, what do you do? What does it mean? What can you do about it when your kid goes through either a phase or a long stretch of time where they seem to prefer one parent over the other? Or even in a certain act, if they they prefer parent in a certain situation or an act over the other parent. So that's kind of what we're talking about, parental preference. and I know, Brandon, I'll kind of let you start because you guys have been going through this pretty heavily for the last little bit. Yeah, it's um, honestly just, and I think we'll we'll probably treat this as a, a quick hitter topic because we spent so long on the update. Um, but our experience with it is, I mean, it sucks from my perspective. I'm the parent who's <laughs> not preferred. Um, and I, I also, I, I mean, we'll talk about it from both sides, but um, it, it also from from Kelsey's side is I mean there's a bunch more pressure on her and she feels like she almost has to always be on because even if I'm there and if she needs to go upstairs to do something Bryce definitely uh, especially at the time that I, I originally brought this up which was about two weeks ago I mean we went through about a two-week stretch where she couldn't leave the room without him like wailing um, and it took it took a lot to get him calmed down now we we, we started to figure certain things out um, to get them to that point. 
Um, but just, uh, I guess, a little bit more background. So what it looks like for us is um, at its at its worst, um, she can't leave. She can't leave a room. Um, now, that is r- rare during the day. Um, he, he might say, like, bye, mommy. Where are you, mommy? And repeat the bye, mommy until he kind of like works himself up. But normally if I like I grab him, kind of distract him, we might go down in the basement where he has a play area. Um, I, I mean, I might utilize Miss Rachel for like three minutes just to get him to calm down. And then like kind of it's kind of a reset. Um, I can normally distract him during the day. The, the real issue and kind of why I brought this up is, hey, we should talk about this on the podcast topic is um, we, we were originally supposed to record last week this time. Um, we record on Wednesdays. The previous week and a half, um, I'm I'm the person who normally in the middle of the night if Bryce wakes up, I go in. Never been a problem. He wakes up in hysteria, and I cannot get him to calm down. And he's asking for Kelsey, and that a it it kind of sucks for her because she has to wake up, <laughs> and and I'm already there. Um, but it, it it's it's almost impossible to get him to calm down. Um, so that's where we started seeing that kind of bleed in and affecting us even more than the, the day-to-day things. Um, but ultimately, and we kind of, that's, that's a little bit of background on it. Um, it can, it can be a challenging situation. Um, and all, we're going to explore the strategies from both sides, like I mentioned. Um, but parental perspective from like a child's point of view is, is really about like the mix of emotions. Um, so, um, kind of, Throughout this topic, uh, a main article that I, I looked at is something Kelsey sent me um, from is by Biddle, excuse me, Big Little Feelings. Um, and from the perspective of like the child, um, the, the phase is typically influenced by like a variety of factors. So um, it's the, the relationship that they maybe have developed with one. Like he's definitely spent based on my work schedule a little bit more time with her. And that also coincided with the a period of time where I was working more like full days. So like what we consider bell to bell. So I might work like a 10, 11 hour day. And so he's spending more time with Kelsey. Um, and that definitely, and we'll get into some strategy, but that definitely coincided with this, this flip. And then there's one other thing I'll reveal after Jerry kind of goes through that. I think uh, we have a theory of, as to why it, uh, it sparked this. Yeah. So, I mean, just a little bit, you know, like for, for us, it, we, we've gone through like phases with Peyton um, where, you know, she preferred, I would say she preferred me and we've gone through phases where she preferred Macy. None of them have been terrible. Bryce has never um, preferred me. Just for <laughs> and, and, and I think what you see sometimes about per parental preference is it's not just like, okay, I prefer mom or I prefer dad. Sometimes it's, I prefer mom for baths. Like if I'm getting a bath, I always want mom. And like, I always put Peyton down. So I don't even know if she prefers. I just always do that. Right. Um, which honestly can cause issues. Like if Macy had to put her down, but it doesn't, that, that hasn't seemed to be our case. Um, but what I've noticed lately is, is like I said, Peyton's kind of gotten into preferring mom. It seems like when she's upset, if she is hurt or overly tired or upset about something, that's when she wants mom. And normally like, if she's upset or whatever, one of us could take care of her, get her calmed down. Well, lately, like if I grab her and she's really upset because of like, she's like hurt or she's like overly tired. It's almost like, like you said, I can't get her to calm down. It's like, she needs mom and mom will get her to calm down. 
down right away. So that that is frustrating because it's like, okay, oh, yeah. well, how well, annoying yeah. is that? When it it's super annoying. You, like you the other day, she's like, thirty five right. minutes trying to do it. Well, and the other annoying part, like right now for us, and is like, and this is on honestly more on Macy's side than mine, but like Macy, a lot of times, like in these situations, isn't grabbing her because she has Avery. So she's taking care of the baby. So I'm like, okay, I'll grab Peyton. I'll calm her down. And then Peyton's like, no, I need mom. And I don't know if that's why this is happening. I think, and that's my theory is, is I think it's a little bit of the jealousy or the, oh, mom's comforting the baby. I want mom to comfort me. Cause most of these times Macy has the baby in her arms. And if you read some articles, which I read a bunch about this same kind of things as a lot of times, like big changes, like a new baby or moving or a change in job or change in scenery or change in one parent doing something that they didn't used to do can cause a kid kind of act out in this way. So Payne hasn't been super jealous over Avery, but lately I think she's been a little more jealous than she was in the past. And I think, you know, especially with like mom's attention, I think that that, that could be playing a role here. So I think that for us, at least that's part of the reason why she's, I want mom. I, I'd be interested to see like in those situations if she's upset if I had Avery, if that'd still be the case. It's probably something we should we should see just to, to kind of notice if that's yeah, what's going on or not. That. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of our theory, Brandon. What's 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 your theory that you're talking about? So the, 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 there, I was trying to figure out the best way on the podcast to kind of announce this, but um, to me, this is the best time so we can kind of just speak freely. But we, we are expecting... A, a new baby boy that's going to come. There we go. I was wondering if you're going to bring that up today. I, I I didn't plan on it fully, but it just is not <laughs> a secret. So who who better to know than, than our listeners? Um, but this also, and I, I might be crazy, but it kind of coincided with a, when we started talking to Bryce about like mommy's having a baby and I know he doesn't fully understand it, but it's almost like, this is a bad example, but they say like dogs can just kind of sense it, right? It's no, I get I it. Get Cause I thought that weird. I get Kids that can. weird feeling. Like he just kind of he kind of is it's a little bit different. Peyton um, did for sure. But um, what I will say, and one of the strategies that, um, I mean, this is very straightforward, and I'm going to simplify kind of the strategy spelled out in the article. But it's time, um, and. If it going into last week when we were originally going to record, I mean, this was a major, major issue. Um, and one other thing, let me not say major, major issue, but it was, I mean, it was affecting me. Like, I, I, I would, I mean, you coming home from work and I'm, I'm trying to hang out with my kid. A, th- he, he does a great job of playing independently. So I can go try to play with him and do what he's doing. He could care less if I'm there. Like, he'll, <laughs> he'll interact with me when he feels like it. And in, in, in his defense, it's the same way with Kelsey. Like he doesn't need her around to have fun playing. Like he's he has a he acts like an only child. He plays well by himself, right? Which you you want. Like that's a that's a healthy thing. Um, but I also miss out on some of that interaction because I'm trying to like I'm trying to play with him. I'm trying to be intentional about developing like the relationship. And the dude, honestly, he's gonna interact with me when he feels like it. He doesn't care. Um, so. What actually helped is he had a, after that allergist appointment, unfortunately, my parents, I, I dropped, I went to drop Bryce off and my mom had just had a procedure done and she had fell, fell asleep. Like I texted her we were on the way. She had told me she was at home. 
She didn't answer the door. Recently changed locks on her house. I didn't have a key to the storm door. <laughs> Couldn't just walk in there. And my dad was nowhere to be found. So I I went home and I, I talked to work and I said, hey, I'm probably going to have to take the day because nobody's answering the phone. I can't just leave my kid. And that actually, just the time, he, I mean, mom wasn't around. Mom wasn't there to like where he felt like she was leaving. So the one-on-one time we had, um, and we like I we just basically played all day. We went down to the basement. I had my work computer up, and he just like we we're interacting with the kitchen. I mean, that made a significant difference. Um, basically, I mean, up until now, in like the day to day, it's still some issues at night. Um, but luckily, he's been sleeping a little bit better. So I guess the the number one thing I'd say is if you can find a way to spend some one-on-one time, which is a, a variety of the little tips that you'll see if, you, if you're if you researching this. They kind of all allude to similar things, like doing things as a family, find, finding activities that maybe the kid does with just one parent versus the other, depending on who the preferred parent is. But it really comes down to be intentional and try to spend as much time with your kid as possible. Um, and that that definitely made a difference uh, in in how the last week at least has gone. Uh, I just hope I hope the kid stays asleep. <laughs> we still haven't had a ton of luck in the middle of the night. Well, one, I'd like to say congratulations. You know, I'm I'm super excited for you guys. You. Um, I think it's you know obviously it's going to be amazing, but I think it'll be also a lot of fun just to to talk about it because you'll be going kind of through. It, you had Bryce first, so I kind of was following you, and now you're kind of following us with the second one and there's just, it's just some of the things are different and it'll be cool to see kind of the experiences you guys have and, and, and you've seen some of those differences too. And, and it'll, it'll be fun. I, I I'm excited for that too. So uh, that's exciting. I I, the, the topic with that announcement. But oh, that's all. Yeah. There? It was so, good. I wasn't going to, obviously I wasn't going to bring it up, but it's, it was, I feel it's like exciting. We also need to be able to speak freely. Like, yeah, that's, that's no. kind of an elephant in the room that you know. It is. Know. Well, that yeah. honestly, that's what led to Macy. The whole two to four comment was because we, <laughs> we, we were talking to you guys about the new baby and, and I think it just kind of, kind of got her in her head. Like, you know what? That I could do it, do it again. So, um, but no, it, it, it is exciting. And it's funny. Even we've had some conversations since, you know, I, I we kind of found out about, not di- but differences between having one versus two and, and kind of how the second pregnancy is a little different. And, and so that, that'll be fun to kind of go dive deep in on the, on the podcast and go over because it is a little bit different and, um, and it, it's fun and it's, hey, it's just, it's exciting. Yes. Um, but going back to, the, to today's topic, you know, tips for what kind of stick, I, I think I'll stick on if you're the parent that maybe isn't the preferred parent, let's call it, what, what can you do? You said time. That's obviously a big thing. Um, but, uh, the other things is, is trying to be proactive, not just time, but like finding things like maybe if there's something they're interested in or something that you know that they enjoy being a part of that. So if they love baths, be the one who gives them baths for a while. Um, or if they, they love to, you know, go to a certain like let's say they love the aquarium or they love the park or they love being outside, spend that kind of time with them. So they associate, you know, positive things with you. Um, what not to do. Don't, don't force like physical affection. Like don't make yourself like, like you need to love me kind of thing that that doesn't tend to work. Um, and you know, you, you can't take it personally stream. too. Yeah, exactly. Cause you can't take it personally because 
they're young. They don't really know what they're doing yet. And like I said, there's a, could be a lot of reasons why it's happening. It could be changes. It could be things going on. It could be like, just, they see mom more, right. Or, or dad more dad's the preferred parent. But so, you know, what can you do? Like you said, a lot of it's time, but it's also make sure you're spending time in the right manners. So like I read things, it's like, okay, like, like I said, bath time, if mom's always giving the bass and the kids like bass, that's not helping your case. Give bass. You don't have to be the only one. Maybe it's every other day you rotate who does the bath or every other time um, or reading books. Like maybe you rotate who puts the baby down or, you know, who does, you know, feeds the baby or does dinner time, you know, like rotate different tasks so that it's not like, cause you might not know what it is. And if you're, you're doing everything that the mom's doing and the mom's doing everything that the dad's doing, it will help maybe not be a preferred parent. Cause it, maybe they're preferring one parent because of something they associate that parent with. So if you help eliminate that, where you're both doing both tasks, it can, you know, um, potentially help with them preferring one parent. So I think that's, that's yeah. smart. You know, it makes sense. And I, I'm going to hit on the perspective quickly of the actual preferred parent, but to piggyback or to, to have a comment on what Jerry said, you can do everything that he just said, and that's exactly what you should be trying to do. And it still doesn't work. And you have to, you have to find a way to understand, as he mentioned, it's, it's not really, on you it's not really on the child but children go through phases where they're absolutely going to prefer one parent over the other and it may manifest itself in a way that's unfortunately frustrating for you but you have to just stay consistent because um, there was no for both parents for both parents anything. too brandon oh, absolutely. you know what i mean like like they're gonna like mom more at one point and they're probably gonna like dad more at both points you're both gonna go through it uh, when this new baby come, me and Bryce gonna be home. Is Kelsey gonna be so? <laughs> That's Kelsey. probably true, actually. <laughs> it, it is true though. Uh, but but from I mean, if I'm talking about this from the the Kelsey point of view, a like it's it, it's it's tough to be that parent, and they might argue that it's even tougher to be them um, because um, they, I mean, you, you might think from like my point of view that they. They have it made. He always wants to be around her or play with her. It can only be a positive thing, but it can be kind of a complex mix because um, there could be a sense of pressure. Um, it can be an overwhelming feeling. And and the part of the reason I brought up the fact she's pregnant right now is the on this in this pregnancy, she has been feeling a lot more pregnant, <laughs> for, for yeah. the best way to put it, than she did the first go around. I mean, Bryce's... Uh, when she was pregnant with Bryce, really had what I think she would call almost a perfect pregnancy. Um, there, there was not a lot uh, of of things that she felt physically that that had her like kind of thrown off her game, if you will. This is completely different, um, and not it's just a combination of a being sick, um, but also like you you have a tired feeling, um, and so you're doing all that, and it's coinciding with a child who literally won't like leave your side or who kind of freaks out if you're, if you're leaving. So there, there are definite feelings of, of overwhelming there. Um, and the preferred parent might worry about like meeting the child's expectations. Um, sometimes, I mean, there could be pressure and I don't think this is the case with us, but maybe it might be pressure to maintain that preference. Like you don't necessarily mm -hmm. like, you don't want to, to be the, the, the parent who's potentially getting shunned. Um, 
So it, it isn't necessarily like the, the a choice either one of us would make. Um, but you got to, and from my side, uh, I think what's important is recognizing that she probably can't really catch a break. So where else can I pick up the slack? Because, um, A, she's she's pregnant. And B, yeah. she got a kid who won't who won't leave her side. So, um, and as, as dads, we, we, we know what areas I don't have to get into that, that you can, you can figure out how to help there. Um, and yep. I think that that's actually something I've, I've done well in this period of time. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, and you, you mentioned the preferred parent, like how can the preferred parent and the, and the unpreferred parent like work hand in hand? Well, you know, it's supporting each other. It goes both ways too. So like you mentioned, Brandon too, like, if you're the preferred parent, you, you have kind of an advantage because the kid prefers you use that to help the unpreferred parent, you know, um, help support them, help get them excited about like, so in your situation, like, you know, Kelsey helping Bryce get excited about spending time with dad or dad doing bath tonight or dad, put, you know what I mean? Th- that's the one way you can help and if you're the other parent. And then it also helps take some of the stress off them, you know, um, so that's important. One thing I read that was kind of cool too, Brandon, and this is probably for kids that are a little bit older than Bryce and Peyton, but maybe not, but, but, but definitely if your kid's older, cause again, it's not like it's only for toddlers. Like this can go, honestly, this can go until uh, even adulthood, but I don't know if that, that's probably 32. too late to fix it. Exactly. <laughs> um, but anyways, like uh, create a plan and help get the kids involved in a plan. And what I mean by that is like, Let's say dad's the one who's the unpreferred parent for the moment. If you guys, if you create like a chart for like, Hey, mom's responsible for dinner tonight, but dad's responsible for bath time. And then, Oh, you're going to spend 30 minutes hanging out with dad in the basement today. And then mom's going to do story time and you create kind of a chart and you create these expectations, but the kids involved in it and you let them kind of see what's going on. One, it helps them kind of get some structure and they feel like they're part of like almost like a game or like a a system. And then two, you know, when it is that plan, they're not as surprised. And if they, and the key is like, if you do this, stick to it, you know? So if it's dad's turn for bath and the kid's upset because they want mom to do the bath, no, dad's got to do the bath, you know? But then they know when it's mom's turn, it's mom's turn. And now it goes back to dad's turn. And I, and and if you can kind of create that plan, like I, I literally read that, like, there's an example of this parent like did a chart. Like it was literally a chart of things for both parents. And, but the kid, it was like in the kid's room and the kid was like involved in it. And it like really helped them because like the kid felt like, okay, they knew whose turn it was to do what. And, and it kind of got them excited about different things. And it's like, okay, I like the way dad does this, but mom does this. And they kind of learned what they liked and didn't like. And, and I don't know, it's one way to get them involved. And again, probably the kid is a little bit older than, than two, but maybe not. You know, it's just another idea, something to kind of, you know, um, help out. And I think anything you can make fun or, or make to a place where a young child can understand will help them. Because if they don't understand what's going on, then they get upset. They, they don't know why they can't have mom, right? Well, if you can't have mom because it's not mom's time, it's dad's time. You can see like today's dad's day. Look, it's in blue, you know, do you know, blues for dad, reds for mom, you know, then they kind of go, oh, okay. That, that makes more sense to them. Yeah. And, and the piggyback on that the with an older child another thing you can do is it's just this is gonna be something simple but just have a conversation with them mm-hmm. um so if if you feel like they're at an age where you can have a conversation if they understand maybe you you try to understand why they 
um, potentially prefer one parent over the other? What what are their feelings involved with that? Um, and, and just in general, um, having open dialogue conversations with, with your kids is a good habit to get into um, because they they can feel like you're a safe space to express yourselves or express yep. themselves to. Um, and that, especially when they hit them teenage years, mm. that's, that's, that's the type of habit that is very helpful in my opinion to, uh, to establish because yeah, you want, you want to be someone that they can talk to. Yeah. You, you may run into some, some conversations you don't want to have, but you rather they had it with you than you be in the dark as to, to yep. what's going on. And that can be established at, at as early as you possibly can. Yep. But overall, Brandon, I think, you know, if right now maybe you're the unpreferred parent, one, don't take it too much to heart. Don't get discouraged. You know, keep doing the right things and and, and it'll sort itself out. Um, And if you are the preferred parent, (laughs) relish it a little bit, maybe be happy, you know, but also maybe understand what the other parent is going through and try to be helpful there, too, because because, again, it can it can swing back and forth kind of like a pendulum. Um, You can take the good with the bad. But overall, I think any healthy relationship or any parent healthy parenting, you want it to be a partnership, a team. So you want both parents to, to, you know, be strong and, and to, and to be able to have a good impact on their kid and you want their kids to be excited to see. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I love when my kids want to see me and are excited for me, but I also love when they're excited to see mom too, you know, so you want them to be excited for both sides. And, um, and like right now, Avery definitely is, is closer with mom, um, than dad, but, but that's okay. I told, I told Macy that yesterday, I said, I said, me and Avery had a talk last night. I said, we had a talk. We, I think we had an understanding now after the bottle incident. I said, that was a, that was a bonding moment for us. We came together through adversity. So we're, we're at a turning point in our relationship uh, over our bottle fiasco. So we'll see how this weekend goes with that. I honestly can't wait to openly talk about kind of the the second pregnancy and, and as as the podcast continues and kind of how it's been it's it's been different than than it, yeah Bryce. it is it is crazy i'm excited because like i said before i kind of talked a little bit about it with you but it, it's until you're going through it it's like hard to explain because some of it's just it's different and it's it's just it's wild I forget she's pregnant sometimes Oh, I've, I've been there, man. I've been there. It is wild. We'll get, we'll get into that in a future episode. Cause it is, it is wild. It is fun to talk about. I'm, ex- I'm super excited for you guys. Honestly, couldn't be more excited. I also think it's awesome. Cause you get, like you said, two, two boys and two, and I got two girls and that's kind of cool too. You know, different perspectives on that, but also we, having, honestly, we, we did that for content. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it just sounds better, right? You know, <laughs> the all boy house girl and all dad, girl boy, boy, mom. Well, you guys got the dog too. You know, so yeah, he's a boy, and you yep, and I got the, the girl. girl. The, we're we're, we're on point. That. Yeah, we're on point. Uh, but we before we finish, system. yeah, before we finish, Brendan, what do you got for a dad joke today? I almost had the worst segue in history, but I'm oh gosh. <laughs> okay, Jerry, what did the nut say while chasing the other nut? Let's hang out together. Potentially, but after after they said, "I'm a cashew," oh, I was a thinking cashew. my my head was somewhere else. That that goes to the almost the, the segue. worst segue. Yeah, I got to That's probably why I went that way. Nice. All right. And if well, you know what I'm talking about, you know what I'm talking about. I'll let that segue into our <laughs> shameless plug. Uh, if you 
haven't already liked us on all our social media stuff, comment on our stuff, write a review, tell your friends about us. Honestly, that's the greatest compliment you can do. Um, go back, listen to more episodes and, uh, you know, message us. We like hearing from each and every single one of you. Um, it, it really is a lot of fun doing this. Like I said, we both started this when we had no kids. Now we both are going to have two kids. Life's crazy, but life is, life is great. We are truly blessed and we are blessed to have all of you that listen to us. So until next time, I'm Jerry joined here by the soon dad of two, Brandon, and you've been listening to dad jokes.